Dude. Kathy, what? This is an amazing, amazing showing. Why is everyone stop talking? You know why everyone's here? Why? Everyone's here for to see for one thing for only. One thing only. Not for us. Primal Hardware, <laughs> Avi Positor, <laughs> Egg right. Implantation. Nobody gives a shit about us. Nope, not even. The, look, they're no. just talking about themselves. They, they don't, don't, they don't even give a shit. Exactly. They're like, get to the planting of eggs. Would you care if it was us? If you were listening to us? No. No, you have a point. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I will give you the point. So, uh, can you all uh, humor us, audience, until it is time to plant the primal hardware ovipositor egg inside of Mew? Pretend to listen. Can you pretend to listen? Yeah! Can you pretend to be enthusiastic? Yeah! Well, then let's have a pretend enthusiastic show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of putting primal hardware ovipositors inside of people, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of a massive perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Woo! I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. We do have Unger. Unger's in the house tonight. Unger is definitely in the... Unger! He's what? hiding under Unger! his shirt. What? What happened to you last week? I forgot it was Monday. He literally <laughs> forgot. Literally forgot. I'm like, we're like, did he start his vacation early? <laughs> did he just go on his vacation? No, he just plumb up, didn't sleep for a couple years. Yeah, basically worked li- three weeks straight. And, and just, uh, yeah. He forgot it was show- it's a show night. Know, I had no idea what day it was most of the week. And well, I still don't. <laughs> well, Unger, you are at the podcast. And his face is healing. And his face, he has less burn victim Unger. He's he's not Unger Kruger anymore. (laughs) Don't tempt me. He's far less Unger Kruger. And uh, so, man. I know. Another crazy weekend. It has been a crazy weekend. Another crazy. I actually was at the party Saturday and saw you, which is rare. I hardly see a motor party. Wait, Saturday? Yeah. Oh, wait. That was last Saturday that we weren't here. This Saturday... We were. God damn it, Unger! What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> now I don't know what fucking day it is. It's not my fault. <laughs> Contagious. I'm like all of a sudden like, huh? You have people to to <laughs> to tell to tell you. me. I just, you have like, me was it this week? I was here this weekend. Yes, you were going to do some ovipositor stuff. Oh, that's you? oh, okay, okay, okay. So yes, okay, yes, of course. Then. We are going to be definitely talking about the primal yeah, hardware ovipositors that we got. But no, you and I played on saturday we did fire play which was awesome was it f- no, friday she's reminding you. <laughs> <laughs> sure was it saturday if you didn't actually live in the love lab you'd forget just like hunger <laughs> neither one of you would show up we did fire play though right wait let me see your back why do you have clothes on why are there so many people with clothes on here women should be more naked Okay, see, look, there's proof. We did fire play. Cupping marks. Cupping marks. Cupping yeah. marks. Yeah, okay, good. And you, then, you are sane, Boogie. You're and, not going and, crazy. No, no, Alan. No, bad. <laughs> hey, how come I never get to see naked guys? First off, you're facing me. So? We, so you don't see we nothing. We can switch. You don't see nothing. We're not switching. One of these days, <laughs> you're going to sit where I am, have your back to the ice, and I'm going to get to look at a bunch of naked guys behind you. Yeah. You know, that's going to be a great day, Kat. I, be. I want you to just lay your your little head on your little soft pillow tonight, and I just want you to go. <laughs> just it's dream. gonna happen. Just dream of that One magical day, day. One day, yes. your prince will come. It'll happen. Your prince will come. I don't need a fucking prince. I just need <laughs> naked guys. Aren't, aren't princes a little, little vanilla, a little shitty? You know what? A little prissy. Men. You just want dick. Just. You just, as long as there's a Fucking dick. Fucking men and there's stupid penises. Oh, Jesus. Wow. What'd just we do? All of you. I hate you all. Landmine. <laughs> Hello. Reverse. Start the, the following show. No. For Let's start over. <laughs> Listener discretion is it? Did, did I uh, don't want to step Be on? Be careful okay. where no. you tread today. Hey, hey, Kathy. Ovipositors. Hey. It's good. Bunny, uh, we had an amazing scene. At, this was yesterday, right? Okay, this is... This is very, very good that this is yesterday. 
Um, we had a great needle play scene after uh, the soap party. It was you amazing. You had a needle play scene at a Littles party? No, it was after. We've done needle. Although, I do do a lot of needles at soap, and I freak people out all the time. Like, my friend Clint will not... Oh. No, my friend will not hug me because he's always scared that I have needles in my back because of how often I actually do them at soap. <laughs> I see. It's a good play. Well, she's here. And so, yeah, and then You're we make little evil. wings on ourselves. But this was really good because it was one of those times where, you know, we try different things psychologically and, and to go into like a different place. Like, hey, we're going to get to the orgasm. We're going to get to this. We're going to get to that. But what if we just tried to spend a little time and not push that? And just see what kind of happens. And she had a great experience where uh, she just, it, it went kind of trancy for you. She, she went a little hypno. And, uh, and it was great. And then there was the big explosion of love and magic. And, and she actually cried. And, and it was, you know, but it wasn't a bad cry. Yeah. She was, you, can, you can. Sorry, it was a good cry. I'm not sure. I honestly can't explain, like, why. I was crying. It just happens. It just I yeah. totally yeah. get that. Yeah. Kind of intense. It was really intense. It was great. Yeah. It's a very weird feeling yes. when the just the emotions start and yeah. you don't know what the fuck happened. Just, yeah. I get it. Yeah, it was pretty I cool. See. It was it was definitely uh it was amazing. So it's been an amazing ra- and then of course today it was Professor Snape uh wand raping um both of his girls. Boogie. Which was amazing. Which was amazing. <laughs> Look at Ann Ann is just like clapping like feverishly. Because I got my professor. Sa- Can you? It's it's behind you. Can you please hand me my professor Snape one? Thank you. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Where did you get that? Ninety nine cent store? No, no. This is not. This is an actual. This is actually his wand. His the pattern and and so I perhaps and yes. See this here. Hold this. Feel this. How thick this is. Because I was inside both of them today. Did you clean it? No, not really. Why am I holding this? <laughs> Take it! Because <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> you are a dick. What is up with you? So it's really thick. So we used it as a cane and then whatever. And then, of course, you know, they each have their different fantasies. So Bunny is, like, humiliated because she's a Hufflepuff and Mew is a Ravenclaw. And Hufflepuffs are fucking sluts. They're just... That's <laughs> what they are. We use them. They They just... <laughs> We just use, I'm Slytherin, obviously, so um, we just use them for our play toys and we cast spells on them that make them either, uh, you know, unable to move or half unconscious or whatever. And sometimes when it's a disciplinary thing, it she has to be exposed and prodded with my wand uh, for the entire class to see. And it's very humiliating and embarrassing to her. And then Mew's like, you know, okay, I'm going to get in on this. So I have them both bend over, and I have the wand in Mew. And then Mew starts going, well, mine, of course, is a little more like Mew. She's all, yeah, it was Tom Riddle taking, what is it, Jenny? Jenny into the Ginny. What, Ginny. Ginny. What, hey, oh, I'm so sorry. Really? What is wrong with you? Weasley into the Chamber of Secrets, and he put a spell on her so that she was paralyzed and couldn't move, and then raped her, basically. <sighs> yeah. With the wand. With the wand. <laughs> with the wand, because he didn't have a body. So that is the prep. So you notice the wand is slightly thinner than the Primal Hardware Ovipositor. Slightly. The, the box is behind you. You, need, a, bo- you need about 50 Where of those Where is to the box? A- it's behind someone. There should it's be. It's up there. Sorry, I put what? it up there because girls are sitting. Oh, okay. Go grab that because I got to show Kathy this. This is amazing. So they came in. We did an unboxing video. Come over here. Thank you. Yes, that is a wonderful presentation. So here it is. After all the hemming and hawing, look at this fucking motherfucker. That is fucking huge. Is that amazing? Well, it's very soft. What, he makes each one of these himself? They like make, well, he has, he has a crew wow. and, and a company, so primalhardware.com, W-E-R-E, not uh, like werewolf, primal wear. Uh, and look at the colors. He just puts in all these different custom colors. and It's really and they quite do, beautiful. They do, you know, well, because we have two of them. Ooh. So he sent this one that's dark blue and metallic. And, and of course, they're fucking huge. <laughs> I'm like. Who are you fitting those in? Mew is like, I'm down. <laughs> Her voice dropped like an octave. So I'm like, maybe I should have got a medium and a large. But these are uh, these are amazing, and and uh, I let I'm people sure see these fine with it. at soap. So we're very excited. And these this company, these guys, it's totally indie, 
and they just they really have it down. They have all sorts of sci-fi uh, dildos, and they actually have three foot long tentacles, and then they have regular dildos too, in all different shapes and colors, and you can customize them. And the prices are absolutely reasonable for this quality of work and stuff like that. So it really is a great company. I'm super super excited. And nice. later in the show. And he, he's been just fantastic. They have videos on how to make the eggs and the gelatin to use and how to put them in. And, you know, it's, it is kind of a practice, you know. I guess just planting eggs inside of an orifice, you know, it, it doesn't it's just happen. It's a learned skill. It doesn't just happen. I see. So we're going to attempt a little later in the show to uh, put these in Mew. That's really why everybody showed up. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody. Again, not for us. Is, uh, is here for the show. Yes. And, uh. Yeah, so let's just let's just rush through all the other shit. FedLife.com Bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs. FedLife.com Consensual, safe, and sane-ish. <laughs> For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This week we're going to talk about... The end of humanity. It is not. You are We are so going to talk about the end of humanity. I think you but are it's, we can. It's unavoidable end of humanity. It, but is, it is not coming. unavoidable. It is. Well, it's really scary when I'm the positive one of the two of us. <laughs> nihilist says what? I, I'm the nihilist. What <laughs> and is with I'm you? just the pessimist. But okay. I root for the robots. Yeah. So the robots I rooted Agent win. Smith. I wanted them to win so bad because humans are so lame. Anyway, proceed to the end of humanity. <laughs> okay. This is by, oh, I love this name, Christmas Bunny. I, I don't know what it means, but it's Look at how happy adorable. Bunny got. <laughs> Bunny's like, yay, another yay. bunny. It's called, Are We Culturally Discouraging People to Say No in Person? Yes, there. Yep, end, of, <laughs> end of segment. <laughs> and on to the ovipositor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. She says, are we, with our social media and texting, our internet comments and blogs, losing the ability to feel comfortable having the hard conversations face-to-face? It used to be absolutely shameful to break up with someone on the phone, and a text message breakup was a true coward's way out. Yet we have come to a place societally where someone disappearing is a more common occurrence than a courtesy conversation. My ex-husband was so afraid to have a conversation with me about our relationship that he let it fester until he was done, then lied and told me he was going across the country to help his parents for a few weeks, but that he'd be back. He called a few days later and told me he'd actually left me and that he wanted a divorce. <laughs> now, how was that better than just sucking it up and having a difficult conversation? Have we lost the necessary skills to say no and assert ourselves in a face-to-face situation to just be honest about our feelings in person, we need to be able to sit down with someone we've been seeing and explain that it just isn't working out or that something they said wasn't to our taste. We need to be able to assert ourselves and say that what we mean in uncomfortable situations when it really counts and not just apt for, excuse me, afterwards via text, blog, or the comment section of an internet post. We used to have a better grasp on those skills than we seem to have today. Bravo. It's a wonderful observation of the truth. Is that really the end the of society? The world, the, that is the end of society. Right. Okay. So and do you want to you you no, go? No, you go you wanna, for you it, jump man. In this? Do it. All right. This is inevitable. None of this should be surprising if you look at, at two very simple factors. Factor number one. We, uh, technologically, um, you and I are dinosaurs. We come from an age this where you true. literally had to walk down the street and look for a payphone, dig out some change. Oh god damn it, I got to do it again. Uh, Press the uh, thing, get your get your get, coin back, get your put, coin it back, back put it back in. And then put that disgusting receiver that sieve to your and ear. you just wipe it on your oh, chest. Yeah. So that is how we used to make phone calls uh, <laughs> in, in the real and world. You had to memorize everybody's phone Everyone's, number. I know nobody's number now. I don't even know my <laughs> girlfriend's number. I don't even know the fucking area code, nothing. And uh, I barely know my number half the time. I have to look at my phone. So we're in an age where the newer generations absolutely live on their phone, everything is about tech. They're either involved in, in their video games, their online social media. Everything that technology has given us the freedom from has given us the freedom to easily avoid the other part of what our society is now doing, which is trying to remove anything that is stressful, awkward, offensive, 
anything that can cause you harm or make you uncomfortable you are we are trying to stop all that we don't you know we don't want to have to deal with ourselves anymore we don't want to have to have those uncomfortable because that that is that conversation Kathy could be offensive when you break up with someone somebody could be hurt they could get angry at me i you know there's there are all these things that we are now afraid of so the combination of our addiction to technology, which gives us the absolute opportunity to completely ghost, the term is ghosting, when you just disappear, or you send a text, you're like, oh, I made this giant commitment with somebody, and we had all these plans, but I can't do it, and I don't want to, I'm told that I shouldn't have to feel pain or awkwardness, so I'm just going to text, can't make it, sorry. And that is, so it is inevitable that this is what we're at. I have had, we have had so many play partners just completely disappear. Like everything's great and wonderful and this is good and whatever, and then just gone. Or they send a text, you know, this isn't going to work. Or it's just that ability because everyone, now then the, the third thing, I, do you have something you want to jump no, in? Okay. No, that's a good conversation. The third thing, at least on, on my part and what I've experienced with women, is women do have more of a reason to fear of having those conversations and rejections and whatever and people abusing them for saying no or I'm not interested in you anymore or this isn't working out. So there is definitely that factor. But all of those things together, none of this is surprising and it's going to get worse. Japan is in a fucking crisis of communication. They can't they can't men and women of the younger generation don't know how to talk they don't know how to communicate because it's like oh my god this real woman is not as easy to program as my avatar woman so why i'm just going to avoid real people so this is just normal this is what's happening it is and it's not as if when we were growing up our generation or any generation before that was so skilled at communicating or that we were taught how to communicate, you had no choice. You had to learn how to communicate with someone else or you were not going to get any of the things you want from other people. Sure. So uh, you learned the hard way. You learned by fucking up and falling on your face and getting back up and and trial and error and, and figure out how to speak positively and still get what you want and not be an asshole. So... You're right in that it's inevitable because all these things that make our life easier also make it uh, don't require us to get out there and learn those hard lessons. And then it falls on on your parents or on your teachers to educate you. And that's just not something we do. No, it's not part of our curriculum. and It's not part of your growing up process unless, you know, of course, there are the few parents out there who, who will do that. But you're right. It's not. It's a lot easier to stick the kids in the back of the car and turn on the little TVs yeah, or give them their phones give and them you, their you know, let, let everyone and, detach. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we can be the old fuddy-duddies and, well, we and, are old and fuddy-duddies. say we are. Yeah. And I, cause I really thought about this because it's tragic. It really is tragic. The inability that so many people have to communicate, which was hard enough, like you said before. So now like in our relationship with Bunny Mew and I, that's all we do is communicate. Maybe because I'm old and I demand it. And, but the benefit, I think that's really the only thing we can do as people that experience this communication and sometimes these awkward conversations that we have together in our relationship and our personal, sometimes very awkward conversations, is the benefit of that intimacy. I have never been closer to women in my life as I am with these that I communicate so heavily with, that there is things that you just miss if you just shut off and send a text and just say oh okay that's cool whatever fuck them whatever you know you miss out on an entire human being and maybe that awkwardness maybe that uncomfortableness is worth it but the sheer volume of information out there of of movies and books and fan fiction and websites that you can go on makes it so much easier to stay in that world that virtual world in your head it's in a lot of ways it's infinitely more satisfying than having real 
real but it's infinitely satisfying because you've never actually had a satisfying relationship because you've never put in the the effort yeah. to have a satisfying. Well, it's like so you're being told, you're just being you, sold a fucking product yeah, and told you're, you're you'll at, never your fake know girlfriend that. is better than a real girlfriend because it's, of this 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 and this. You're never buy my learn fucking that. product. It's easier to stay where you are and stay in that fantasy world because you're never going to know what you're missing if you've never encountered it before. So why not stay there? So I I understand it. This is a a, a great age to be in because of all the things that the, that, that offers us but it, it there a lot right. of color is, a lot of flash no intimacy no humanity we're gonna be robots at this base okay, and now, I which I like I hate you're, humans you're getting I think we should be robots there. but it now. is <laughs> you, look give yourself 20 years look at where we have come in 20 years in 20 years we went from people still having to kind of go to pay phones to now no one's just think another 20 years what about another 30 years what about 50 years or 100 years oh nobody knows what's going to happen well we definitely know that technology we definitely know unless something changes radical like all of a sudden you know the sun blocks out all our satellites and we don't have cell phones anymore or something we're forced to look at each other again we know <laughs> That this is not going to improve. Mm. There, ha- Ann, Ann, what do you have to say? Hang on a second. Let me uh, make sure you have a mic on. Well, I would say, at least in my experience, part of it is there's with the spread of ease of communication. There's just so many more people you have to communicate with, and that like you only have. If I only have a certain threshold for communication, like if I only want to talk so much a day and then I have to talk to my boss, I have to talk to my mom, I have to talk to six people on Facebook, I have to talk to, you know, text this person back, I have to call somebody about something else. Like my, you know, when I talk to some people that, you know, didn't grow up in the age of phones and such, um, they're like, oh, yeah, like I talked to one person from high school and like three people from college and those are all the friends that I have, whereas I'm like, oh, well, I've got 5,000 friends on Facebook and now you're asking me how each and every person is doing. So it's, I think part of it is like when you're expected to keep in contact with a lot more people, it's a lot harder because at least, you know, if you're especially, if you're introverted or if you just have only so much time or energy for people, like you don't, it's harder to have you have a broader connection with a lot of people versus a deeper connection with only a couple. I agree. I, I'm like the super introvert, introvert, and I like forget or like I'll like reach my limit or like go through so many people like trying to talk to everybody that I'll like forget and I won't text people back and then I like feel so bad because then I like come over here and somebody like me will be like, "You never got back to me," and I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> no, I didn't. You're right." <laughs> I, I totally okay here these are two first off your feelings are absolutely valid and I absolutely agree with the point that there is a proliferation of the amount of people that you have to deal with I don't as someone older and hearing your description of all the people you have to communicate it really isn't that much more than maybe as far as general shitty shady friends you know or people that are like oh can you know oh this person and that person online but as far as like people that are like considered close friends, close family, it's still the same, re- relatively the same amount of people. And the question isn't whether or not you make daily contact and have useless chit chat with people, because that's bullshit. I'm not into that either. Not at all. But what I think we're talking about, what we're trying to get to, is when do you choose who are the people that deserve a little more intimacy in that communication? That you can actually pick. You can say, okay, these are the people that I'll every now and again, if I see you, I'll say hi, or if it, I think about it, or you say, yeah, I'll, I'll throw a, a, a text back at you. But when it comes down to somebody who you are supposed to have some sort of intimacy, like with a close family member, or a relationship, or somebody you're dating, or someone you're pursuing, that is what we're talking about taking that little extra effort to communicate a little bit more with that person because i totally understand what bunny is saying and and but we insist on that communication because we know how important it is because it's real easy for us to detach and the more we detach from each other the easier it is to just forget about each other i agree and we're talking about you guys are absolutely right you have to choose the level of communication you're going to have with the people in your life depending 
on how important they are to you. So that, that absolutely, I agree with that. And getting back to the post, she's specifically talking about the difficult conversations that need to happen right. in our close relationships in order to move those relationships forward. And, and in a lot of communications that we do have end up being difficult because you have to communicate things that are not easy to hear. Especially if you're an introvert. Especially if you're someone that doesn't like to talk to people in general. It, these it's are... A, it's a hard thing. I, I do not... Uh, I agree. It's, a hard, it's, it's difficult. And, and if you have trouble communicating anyway, or you are an introvert, or you're very shy, it, it, you're going to have a hard time of it. I, I don't deny that. But it has to happen. One way or another, you have to find a way um, to communicate. I enjoy communicating. I don't like having difficult conversations any more than the next person. The few people i have few close friends in my life and over the course of my life i have found that i i cannot communicate with a lot of people and they fall away from uh, my life because they they don't have this uh, the skill set or we're not on the same wavelength or we mm-hmm. don't communicate in in this in similar ways it just doesn't it doesn't work so the few people that i can communicate with i treasure those people and when like right now with Creative Explorer, we're going through a tough, we've been going through it. This whole year has been tough because we've been going through some changes and we've been getting a little bit closer to each other's lives. And that always is going to create problems. And you have to talk, discuss about, discuss boundaries and talk about things that are working and things that aren't working. Um, and just this past weekend, we've, we had some conversations that were, uh, they were tough for me to say, and the stuff was hard for me to hear. And, I, I don't like having it any more than the next person, but I I just cannot live in a world where my relationships are either superficial, the conversations are on the surface, there's no substance to it, and I I feel like I'm floundering if I don't understand where the important people in my life are, where they stand, how they're feeling. Uh, and so uh, for me, it's, it's, a, it's an impossible pl- way to live my life. And with that in mind, I'm absolutely willing to have the difficult conversations, even though I don't like them any more than the next person. Sure. So it was a good post from. We're doomed. We are not doomed. <laughs> no. Stop it's saying that. Be people else. can learn. Well, yeah. I'm saying people can learn. What, Unger? Yeah. Unger, did you have something to add? Yeah, yeah. On a on a geek level. Okay. With, are are we getting to a point where our brains in jars are so tired of the matrix we're making a matrix within the matrix? Yes. Unger's blowing our minds. No, it's true. This is all fucking video game. <laughs> That's why I'm not so shocked. I'm shocked. This is just, you Can know, you there's a virus. That, <laughs> the theory that, that we are just a simulation or a video game. Sure. Or going back to Descartes, we're just brains in jars. Meaning, mean, uh, how, how does jars. that relate to... Like Futurama? Well, our, our, the, the world that our brains have created, we've gotten so tired of it, we're now making a separate world that we can our brain can go into within the... It's like, it's it's like it, Inception, uh, man. But even if I it, wasn't going to go It's the inception. brain inside true, of brain. Like matrix. We wouldn't know, and it, uh. so why would it matter? Exactly. Yeah, take the because, fucking blue pill. Jesus be, Christ. We, 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 we can't be satisfied <laughs> with happiness. If anybody knows Agent that, Agent Smith was right, once again. Once again, I think, no, I, I totally agree. People can learn, but unless people come forward, how are they going to learn? How is anybody going to learn anything if people don't get up and say, wow, it is amazing. I had this conversation with my partners and it was awkward and it was shitty and we struggled through it and there was tears and anger. But at the end, there was this this intimacy that I've never experienced in my life if I hadn't had that conversation. If nobody sits, are your parents having those kind of fucking conversations? Probably most of them aren't. Are your are your friends having those conversations? Unless people stand up and say, this is an amazing thing. It hurts, just like you said. It's shitty. But if you do it, the rewards are intimacy like I've never known, that I'm no longer afraid of because it doesn't hurt. After you have those conversations. Yeah, let's not forget, sometimes the conversations don't go yeah, so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. A worse situation. Exactly. But, but that's part of it, too. It is. It but that's part of the risk. Part, you don't get any rewards, uh, any and, guarantees. You don't yeah. get any guarantees about what that, that and communication been, is going to bring you. If you've been burned a few times, like you and I have been burned that. And, and I've like been under, burned, literally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was bad. Unger, we'll see you in their dreams. <laughs> 
on I Elm Street. I have stuff in the office, by the way. I can go and set more things no. on. No. <laughs> no more, Unger. <laughs> Your face it. is just now healing. Let it go. There's You've just become face. pretty. Did you know that Unger is leaving us for how many months? Like 12 how long are you going to be gone? This is your last show for a while. This is my last show. I will. I might be here on the seventeenth. Unger just came here for the Ovipositor. He's <laughs> never no, involved in the demo. I actually came because it, I, I'm not going to be here. That's Next true. week I'll be packing up at this time and about to head off. We won't have Unger. And then I'm going to be at. All We're going to lose our things. chat room because it's just going to be a slew of fake ungers. It's just going <laughs> to one after the one other. after the other. They'll do a better job than me anyway. Of course they will. You can't bring Anthony in because they hate him. <laughs> they really do. They really did because yeah. it was like one of the first. So, it was one. Go ahead. My suggestion: Poppy Ramon's been in the chat room lately, uh-huh. so have him do it. I don't mind if he shows up. Yeah, no. but he doesn't even have to be here to do it. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. He can't tell them like I am right now. Yeah, what he you can't guys be a mod. About. If if he wants to be here, that would be great. Yeah, you must but, train um, him because I don't know I how to here. do this shit. <laughs> I can't train. <laughs> Just him. tell him what to do. I've got to I've got to get the the music for the post apocalyptic party together before I leave. Oh I mean, my god, that is probably Unger. true. I won't be back. It's so hunger. <sighs> But you know what, Kathy? What's good is right now we're communicating about it. We are communicating. And now, Unger, I feel a certain level of intimacy with you that I didn't. Because then I go out to the wasteland right after I get back. That's right. Unger. And I've got my class in between there, so I've got to get ready for that. Come back from the wasteland, okay? Just come back from (laughs) from the break. You never know. You never know. Just Unger, Unger. One one, may take me out this year. one One request? Yeah. Can you just bathe? Before you come back from being in the desert wasteland for like well, fucking a month and a half, you're going to be caked. Well, no, I'm not going to be. In the, I'm going to be in the desert for a week. Okay, I'm going right. to be in still the mountains. In, I'm going to be in the mountains next to a waterfall in Tennessee for for a few days. I'll be. He'll be showering. Fucking hunger in a waterfall, yeah. just like with deer all around him, like fucking Snow White. In a remote cabin in Atlanta. With oh fireballs shooting out of the top of his <laughs> I'll be walking on fire. <laughs> oh my. I don't want to know it's anymore, please. Going to be good stories coming back. Yeah, that'll Holly be is great. Holly is hard. Holly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Holly sanity. <laughs> Did what? You that? <laughs> what? What? I just want to make sure I'm going in order. So I don't you get yelled are, at. and I'm so proud of you. I will not yell at you. Oh, stop it! I the button right. Oh my god! <laughs> we had a listener write to us. She wanted to remain anonymous. Okay. And she was telling us about her polyamorous triad. She has a boyfriend, and now they have. Oh a, yeah, a I remember this. Coming. Is good. Yes, good. So she's talking about they're they're together and they're having the sexy time, and she says. We were having sex, and she and I were on our side, on our backs, and he fucked her missionary style, and I was just using the dildo from the strap-on. He put his arm between she and I to get comfortable, and it became more of them making love, and it was beautiful. She put her hand on my leg, making sure I was included, and I loved watching them. It was so damned hot. I started going faster and harder with a dildo when a fucked up fantasy popped in my head (laughs) of someone doming me and fucking me hard, telling me that I'm worthless and I have to watch them make love because I'm not worth joining. I understand it's a fetish for some people, but that was me spiraling hard. And after we were done, I told them what had happened and they were fully supportive and there for me, but they don't fully understand it. And I don't know what to say, think, do or ask to help in order to process this. Do you have any advice for me? Bunny does. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, wait a minute. Let me say that I, I wrote to her because I wanted sure. some her to clarify something. I didn't know if the fantasy jarred her out of her masturbating and stopped all sexual urges or if right. it actually spurred her on. And she said, it was like I was physically turned on by mentally abusing myself in my own head. So yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> look at look at. Do you see Bunny sitting in chairs? Oh, hang on a sec. Here you go. Just saddle up to this motherfucker. Go this ahead, Bunny. From, okay, you go ahead and you go first. No, no, no. Okay. Well, into the mic. Uh, I, I, I guess if you've ever had those kinds of fantasies before, it can be pretty jarring to all of a sudden have this intense cuckoldy humiliation fantasy of um, doing that but 
I just would want to tell them that it uh, might not, I mean, it might just be a fantasy and have nothing to do with them or their own self-worth or anything because I am incredibly into that all the time. I love um, being uh, reduced and worthless and put on the side and watching my lovers um, have sex with other people, but at the same time, um, I don't know, maybe it's because I've been in to it for a while but I know that it's very separate in my head of this is um, a play fantasy thing and it doesn't mean even if you're into it it doesn't mean that you yourself have issues with your own self-worth or insecurities um, so I'm not sure if with them it is combined or, or maybe they are just having a fantasy and you don't have to you know it could just that and like I'm very confident outside of that kind of play and this can be entirely separate and maybe not as scary as they think Um, but I'm not sure of their situation it can really you're right it can be very upsetting to have for the very first time that that image pop into your head while you're masturbating watching your your girlfriend and boyfriend fucking and everything was going great and suddenly and if you already like she says she said later that she does have some mental issues and so she immediately thinks I'm fucked up and so here's I I also like you enjoy being used in a certain level of humiliation there and I've had a much harder time accepting it because I always thought oh my god it's pointing to some kind of fucked up shit in my head and how can I be somebody who likes this? And so it has taken me a while to be semi-okay with it. You know, Creative Explorer still teases me because he know it gets me off and he'll use certain words and phrases while we're having sex that, that totally turn me on. And it's humiliating afterwards. But I also have a friend who used to be slapped when she was a child by her mother. Yes. And... Later in life, she has found that being slapped in the face by her boyfriend turns her on. And there is tremendous conflict there because she doesn't understand how that is possible to get turned on by something that is such a horrible memory from her childhood. And so I can also understand that. And that does happen. She may very well, this listener may very well be somebody who is spiraling because yeah. she's wondering about, sure. uh, you know, is she, you know all those feelings that come up. Uh, what? No, nothing. I'm oh, ready. All those feelings that come up. So yeah. she may be spiraling and also be turned on at the same yeah. time. And that's even more jarring. It's that like, would be How really do you difficult. reconcile that? Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. But I will say that it doesn't matter which one of those three scenarios we're talking about. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. It's not yeah. bad. Just go You're with it. Be, yeah. What? Go ahead. Well, You're I, literally is, bouncing up and down. No, because this is such an exciting topic to have you guys have the experience from a, a personal experience at this. Right. Instead of us just, you know, because we get asked all the time, you know, you don't have a bottom's point of view most of the we time do, on yeah. the show. Yeah. And so it's exceptional to have this. And, and Bunny was extremely articulate and you were very articulate. From the From the top point of view, the things I would suggest to the listener is... If you are in a relationship where you know you are ultimately respected, that you know, besides this fantasy coming up, because this fantasy is just a visceral fantasy. That's all it is. We're primal creatures. We're fucking animals. Our history is rough sex and rape. That's how we got here as animals. And we evolved and then we had to develop kind of some morals and ethics to not do this or not do that or that this wasn't proper or this wasn't religiously acceptable. And so we had to push down our primal urges and they were all told that they were dirty. So when things come up that are just wild and crazy and dirty, that's that is it's terrifying. When I first wanted to start smacking women in the face, after me myself being smacked in the face almost daily as a fucking child, what's wrong with me? The intention of the smacker of the smacky is what makes the difference. The level of respect that you have. When you know that your partner loves you, cares about you, respects you, and has your best interests... Then you can go into those primal fantasies and you can explore those animal instincts, but know that you have a way out. Bunny knows that when we cook hold her, that what is your word? Join. It's all she has to say. 
if she's being cuckolded and we're saying, um, you know, okay, you're a dirty slut, you're staying there, you're, you're whatever, all she has to say is join, and we know that means I'm feeling a little uncomfortable, I want to be a part of. And she gets to come right into the bed, and then it's all lovey-dovey, and, and we interact with that. So I really want this listener to understand, don't let your programming mess with your fantasy now then on the other extreme end as somebody who's also in a lot of therapy and and nuts there may be some things there may be some things and some self-worth issues and whatever that may but what this sounds like this just sounds like something that turned you on that you didn't expect to turn you on and kinky people have to deal with this all the time when they come into this lifestyle all the time we hear stories about people who are like, oh, my God, I'm a freak for doing this. I have seen person after person literally come in, have the greatest night of their life, be in tears because it was so amazing, and then disappear because they ob- obviously I am broken. I am a freak. My family was right. They found out. They said, this is you're an abomination. You're making God unhappy. All of this stuff. It is incredibly normal to have a fantasy that scares the shit out of you. And then have those feelings. Yeah, and it absolutely sounds to me like she has a couple of people there who love her and respect her. So that's not an issue. My uh, advice to her would be to start when you're fantasizing on your own and masturbating, start allowing those thoughts to come in. And in a private time when you can deal with them and you're not going to mess up a time that the three of you are having together and you can start dealing with them. How hot does it make you? How turned on does it make you? Does it upset you afterwards? Because I will tell you that when I was a lot younger and I would have a lot younger, I would have these fantasies pop into my head afterwards. There were a lot of times that I would cry because I would think there's something wrong with me and I had nobody to talk to. And I was preteen and then into early teens and, and I, I was absolutely devastated thinking that this, I, I thought this makes me a really bad person. So does any of that come up afterwards? Those are questions that are really good to ask yourself. Does it continue or is it like any fantasy that is hot in that you think about it while you're getting off and then when you're done, the fantasy leaves and it doesn't really play into real life? Because that could be... Bunny likes having that kind of humiliation in actual play. I don't actually like having that kind of humiliation in real life. I like fantasizing about it, but it never translates into real life for me. Some things are just a fantasy. Exactly. It can be enjoyed in that medium. Yeah. Yeah. So you do it on your own and let it come up and see what happens. And And don't be freaked out if it comes out in the middle of your lovemaking. And after that happens, can you still find things about yourself that are positive? Because if this is something that you're afraid is making me going to hate myself or I'm going to abuse myself further or whatever, then just after you have that fantasy, find a few things about yourself that are awesome and try to bring yourself back up to that self-respect level. And then you'll be able to see. I think if afterwards you beat yourself up and you go into a negative space and you stay with low self-worth, then maybe you have some issues that you need to deal with or this can be a negative line of fantasy. But if you can leave this, like we do a lot of love and building up all the time. So when Bunny goes into that mode, when we come out of it, it's all cuddles. And then we talk and, oh, my God, and it was so hot. And we, you know, so you have that kind of support environment. You need aftercare. Yeah, absolutely. Well, after, this is, yeah. yeah, humiliation. Sh- we should have just started. Humiliation is always something that's going to require some sort of aftercare and letting the person know, okay, this was nice and dirty and Professor Snape did all these fucking things. But then we went out and I got her finger paints and I got Mew her lettuce, you know, that she <laughs> Lettuce <laughs> boogie. Oh, my Target. God. It was expensive lettuce. It was expensive lettuce. Oh, really? lettuce. Yeah, was it organic bu- butter lettuce? <laughs> no, it was just know. two it's bucks, just- man. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, but I think this is good. I think, listener, if you're if you're listening right now, I think you're doing great. And just make sure that afterwards you just find those good things to love about yourself and you can have any damn fantasy that you want. Yeah. Come on. We need to send somebody into the kitchen. Bunny, will you please go into the kitchen and fill uh, that purple bowl halfway with warm water? Can you also please bring both things of eggs? Can someone go and help her? Go. Go and help. So bring the eggs. The ovipositor eggs, both things. Bring the bowl with water and then bring a small bowl so we can lube up the eggs. Wow, you're so prepared. He sent all the notes. <laughs> he says, because I said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this on the show. And he's all, now hang on there, sack of body. 
<laughs> Just hang on your little fucking tootsie roll there. Okay. You sound like Dana You've Carvey. Been, been doing this a little. <laughs> I'm Dana. A cross between I'm the old church Dana. lady I'm, and George Bush. Isn't that special? <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, old Dana Carvey doing bad George Bush. Okay. So, um, so he's you know told me to take a breath because I'm like we're gonna do this on the show and it's gonna be great and it's gonna you know millions of people are gonna hear it or at least fifty. He's all so, calm down, Purdy. So he's all hang on. There's a, there's a road to doing this. Primalhardware.com. Can I say it enough? Because I Kathy, what you love these guys. <laughs> I like creative toys. I love toys, and and of course on Perverted Podcast we want to do reviews. That is all we want to do. Is reviews because people love to see Mew take things inside of her because <laughs> it ends up being being Mew or Ann Ann. Um, so Ann Ann, do you want an ovipositor? You want to try this on a show? Maybe not tonight, but you know, you thinking about it? You thinking about it? You thinking you could have an egg inside of you? All right, good. Because I want to make this like leaf blower versus vagina pussy cookies. You know, some of the things that we do. On a repeated basis, because these are things that are interesting to people, Kathy. I'm just doing it for the benefit. I would like you to acknowledge that all this shit comes from your own head. I have nothing to do with any of this. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. What is going on in that head of yours? <laughs> I don't know, but I got a girl that's going to take a fucking, <laughs> fucking alien dildo up her fucking hooch. Oh, so okay. can, actually, can you describe it? Because some people who are listening might not understand it. This right. is a very, it's a okay. soft so, rubber, soft plastic. This is a, this is your normal, uh, the materials and everything, because we're jumping ahead. I was going to interview them and talk all about this, but we got it. We'll and do we're it doing it. We're just doing it. No. Uh, so the materials in it, it's just your normal high end uh, dildo material uh and then of course the idea of an ovipositor is the idea is that people want to feel an egg being planted in them they have alien tentacle fantasies or so forth so, so as hollow. you can see it's a hollow dildo and then the end of course looks like feed me like a little mouth feed me i love it you does look like that <laughs> you're making it talk the cold never bothered me anyway <laughs> Because it looks, it's like blue and white. It looks like snowy. It's All Elsa. All right, go it's on. So you you put an egg through the bottom. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're going to go ahead and put the. Uh, okay, I need Anna and now off the table, and uh, huh? Yes, and let's put this now in the warm. Why are you soaking it? Um, because we were told to soak it in warm water. Says so that will help. Because that will help the lube uh, kind of go through. Now then, uh, Bunny, could you also get? Um, Alan, can you hand her some safety scissors? Cut those packs of lube into the smaller bowl, and then you're going to put uh, the eggs in the lube bowl. Now, where did you get the eggs? The eggs are, um, you can get regular egg molds. They have them at primalhardware.com. Um, and then you actually heat up the gelatin, that Knox gelatin that's yeah. in all foods and whatever. It's non-sugar based because you don't want to put sugar upside uh, in someone. And then, of course, you just kind of, you let it sit. You mix, like, two ounces with a cup of water, and then you let it sit for 20 minutes. You stir it and let it sit, and then after it sits, you just warm it. You don't boil it. You warm it, and then you pour it in the molds, and you press it in, and then you just put it in the fridge for a few hours, and then kablammy, kablammy. You, you got, got your, eggs. You got yourself some motherfucking alien eggs. And, it's and really, how easy is it to push it through? Well, this is what we're going to work. This is it's it is messy. You're going to set down. We got rods of paper towels. It is not a clean little like dildo. I'm going to lean across the room, just poke you in the fudge and with it. There it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not like whoop. <laughs> so it's an idea. You're literally trying to fill as much lube into the tube so it it goes through slickly. You run through some eggs, and then you kind of run them like say the length of the you know. The dildo, so right. you can fit like three eggs in the dildo. Uh-huh. So once you get the three in, then you put the fourth in the back, and then that shoves the one at the vaginal end or the whatever orifice end, and then that plants the egg inside of somebody. And right. then you can keep putting as many eggs as you can fit inside someone. And then there's an applicator, uh, whatever it's called. It's like a shovey stick. Pushes it through. And it, and it kind of pushes it through. And, uh, and so that is what we're going to do. And uh, go ahead and put the, the larger ones, because she's a whore, and uh, we're going to put those in. I'm going to have to go and back And then can one. you get, Mew, why don't you grab yourself a couple pillows so we can have you on your back? And uh, yes, actually, I have thought through this entire process uh, quite a bit. So... <laughs> You're so crazy. I love this show. I wanted, I just, 
This is why I stay alive. This is why the audience is here. This is why, huh? Um, put all four in and then just kind of uh, swirl them around. Or I'll do that when I get there so I can get the messy hands. Mew, can you go ahead and put the pillow? Okay, you got, yeah, that's right. You, she's the squishy hands. person. All right, so Al, you're on uh, paper towel duty. You're just going to throw wads of paper towel when we need it. <laughs> and so now let's see. Can you uh, put down the demo mic? And then, Alan, can you take the the that mic and put it kind of over where we're going to try to get it over the table where Mew is? And then I am going to come over, and we are going to start the process. Oh, we're getting caught up here. That's what I was afraid of. This all change if we move back into the main room, right, Kathy? Oh, are we moving uh, back into the main room? I think I want to. I don't know. I got to let everyone talk me. I into like it, when we'll, we were in the main. We'll room. have more room, and we'll have a room for bigger audience. Well, absolutely, and it's the air conditioners actually. <laughs> and even. The, let's not forget the AC. <laughs> okay, no, 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 Alan, over on this end, and you're going to extend the end of it so it can kind of because Mew's head's going to be like right around there, and we of course want to get Mew. Can you also get your uh, vibrator that is uh, of your quality? Oh, she must have her vibrator. Well, duh, you know, because yeah. the idea, Kathy, what we're going to try to do here is. Is we're going to try to plant a couple eggs in her, and then I want her to kind of stand up on the table and just birth them, and That's just drop them back into the bowl. That is what we're going for. But what is amazing, Kathy, and what I want our perverted podcast listeners to know: when you experiment sexually and you get an ovipositor or some sex toy from PrimalHardware.com or any other. <laughs> Or any other place that you get your toys or your creativity, just understand that if it doesn't work completely, you're still on a fucking adventure, and it's awesome. Like if this, if like literally, if I touch this ovipositor to Muse vagina and it explodes and confetti comes out and we all laugh, it's all good. It's all good. That's right. I'm gonna hope she's gonna launch that egg. But uh, I'm going to go over now, and we're just going to explore, right. Kathy. You just give the blow-by-blow. Blow. I will give a blow-by-blow. Blow. I am so mad. Primalhardware.com. <laughs> Did I mention Primalhardware.com? Oh, my God. Let me get over here. I'm going to climb over. Okay. So scared with all these wires everywhere. Is, this, is the uh, demo mic on? Are you here, Kathy? Are you hearing that tapping? No, okay. I'm not. Let me turn that on. Then. All right. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so now we're here. Please don't so tap now it. We have this. <laughs> okay, Mew. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have your head about right here. Everybody's standing up to watch Boogie. All right, that's good. The audience is on their feet. Okay. So now, <laughs> so now what we're gonna do? I need. Where's more lube? I need lube for the. Uh, here, let me go. I like how Bunny. Can you? Why does Bunny have her, her fingers inside of Mew? Because she's a go-getter. <laughs> that's why. Her lubed-up fingers. She's getting her into shape. What you getting there, Boogie? I'm getting more of a water-based lube. Can you explain why you had to soak it in warm water? It it just makes the lube move a little bit better. It doesn't come up as much. I see. So now we're going to just go ahead and start. You're putting lube inside of it. Just let it go all the way through. Freaky, isn't it, you guys? (laughs) That's right. That's right. Do you like that? Go ahead and stick your finger in it, you little dirty slut. Yeah, that's right. That's going in you. Okay, so now the eggs are the luby. So now what we're going to try to do is we're just going to try to put an egg in. It's actually very... Oh, look, it's just spewing alien goo. <laughs> alien goo on her. So now... Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> that egg just shot like at 80 miles an hour back into my arm. So I'm going to try... Just everyone, just guard your face. So now the egg... Okay, we're getting the egg through. So we're going to try to push the egg through now. See it going through, and then just like some alien slime comes out, and then that goes through. So what we're going to do is now put a little more lube, and on the video that they have on PrimalHardware.com is they send the egg through a couple times to make sure that the lube is all the way through, and you have to, it's a trick to, yeah, there, okay, now that's really hard. Oh, it's nice and fat now. Yeah, just... Oh, God, look at that. Mew, is that turning you on? She's all, no, I'm a little scared. <laughs> Mew, Mew. <laughs> She's nodding. Mew, your answer is Mew. Say, what do you say? Mew. <laughs> okay. So now we've gotten this through. Let's just for fun... Don't thing, be afraid, Mew. someone grab that bowl of water and kind of move it so if she starts kicking and screaming alien rape, then... Uh, so now let's try putting the egg one more time through, all the way through. 
Now I think everything's good and lubed up. Oh yeah, that's re- that's. Now we're ready. She's not happy. Jesus Christ! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> egg just flew like eight feet. It's okay. We got three more. So now I'm going to try to put some eggs in. Ugh. There's two eggs. Oh, oh look at that! Oh, she's covering okay. her face. <laughs> All right. It's got to be better than thinking, that's all i got to say. Okay, so now I'm going to put my thumb in the end because I'm assuming that this thing is going to squeeze this egg back into me. Now I'm going to stroke this. Do you like that? Do you like seeing Daddy stroke a giant alien? Do you like that? Mew is doing some major reevaluating of her life right now. now. (laughs) We're going to go ahead. Spread your legs a little more. Oh, God, that whole huge thing is going inside this poor girl. How's that? Oh, now she's happy. Oh, all of a sudden the whore comes out. She realized this isn't a problem at all. So now, because of the thickness, I got probably about three or four inches of it inside of her. Now, how does that feel? Mew. Mew. (laughs) So now what we're going to do is we're then... Go ahead and put your uh, fiber in her. There you go. Mm. So now, can you feel it? A mew. A mew. So now we're going to try to just... It's inside of you, and you're just supposed to squeeze. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go in? Did it go in? So now we're going to put the fourth egg in back. And then can you give me the applicator, Bunny? Okay. What's an applicator? Oh, my God. Would you keep a hold of that thing? It's like catching a baby being birthed really fast. Okay, just hold it there. Because all your hands are all looby. Okay, so now I want you to go ahead and see on that. Mew, can you feel it going in? Mew, say mew. Mew. Does it feel like something wriggling inside of you? Okay, no, the other one. Mew. Okay, now start to push. We're going to push together. Push, push, push. Oh, okay, I can see go. it going in. Oh, oh God. Go. Oh, God, it's escaping. Okay, wait, I got my thumb in there. We're going to squeeze. Oh. She looks I think she likes that. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Bunny's all she does. Now, how many? I think we have one or two. Okay, now take the applicator. We're going to put it in the end. We're going to try to get this. And we're going to just plant it. <laughs> Did it go in? Does she have a safe word? <laughs> Can you take that bowl of water off the table? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Now I'm going to take it out. Are they just going to squirt out of her now? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. Check the laptop. (laughs) Did it catch her? I'm pretty sure she has three. No, two. How does that feel? <laughs> Big <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> All right, so she now has been implanted with eggs. Look, Look how happy eggs. she oh is. God, so many smiles. Can I get like wads? Thank you. Are you going to lay some eggs? Mew. Okay, Mew, good. All right, stand up now. Hang on, try to hold it in. Can you want to just launch them from there? Should just knock her head in the mic? Can you want to try to stand up? Put your feet on. On the table, on the table, on the table. All the way up in the air. Okay. There you go. All right. So now, you're going to be here. So now we'll just put the bowl. Now, stand up. Let's make a good drop. Oh, Throw God. <laughs> All right. Turn around. Turn around this way. Turn around. So she's standing up on the table. Okay. We're just going to put this bowl under her. So it's about a good three-foot drop. Put the okay. mic on ah! it. Oh! Okay, so now you're going to go ahead and try. We're going to try for the drop. In three, two, lay an egg. 
Oh, okay, just squeeze. Oh, there it comes. Like, ah! Oh! 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 Yeah! That was so cool. That, that was champion aim right there. Uh. That was nothing but net. They just plopped right down into the bowl. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Look how happy she's just bouncing up and down. Was that fun? <laughs> so what you're saying, Mew, is you're you uh, you're okay. Go to your uh, microphone and Mew uh, your approvals or disapprovals. Mew, 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 mew. So uh, <laughs> so now was that an intense full feeling? Mew. Okay, very good. That's very very good. Uh, so is it something that you can sexualize really well? Mew. mew. Yes, yes. Okay, good. You that got means a double yes. mew. That's a double mew. Well then, God damn it. I guess we're going to just have to practice with this thing a little bit more. And uh, what? I'm going to call that a success. All right. <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record it. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. And God damn it, find out about joining their kinky family. <laughs> Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially to... <laughs> what? She just put it back in. She's going to see how many she can get in oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially to Unger and everybody in the Love Lab tonight. <laughs> Thank you to Muse for ha- giving us such a fabulous show. <laughs> for- <laughs> Thank you to Bunny for helping and for Al for being the paper towel dispenser. <laughs> to Sticks and Annan. <laughs> And Scott and Siren for being all smoochy smoochy in the kitchen earlier. <laughs> and Unger, we are gonna miss you. Have fun while you're away. Have a great trip. No, no. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 Don't have I'm a good trip. Just gonna trip. end up in a ditch in Texas somewhere. Oh, right. right. Send they us were pictures. Doing it in Texas. All right. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, thank you so much. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, Primal Hardware, primalhardware.com. Please go and check them out. Let them know if you are going to purchase one of their uh, sex toys at a fantastic price, custom colors. Please let them know that Perverted Podcast sent you over there. We don't have a promo code or anything because we don't get anything other than our wonderful dildos that we have. And uh, man, here's a new song that I made uh, called Beanbag Chair this week. Remember when I was a kid, I had a... You you ever beanbags when you were a kid? I had beanbag chairs. I spent my entire childhood as an alone, like, fucked up kid making fantasies behind my little red vinyl beanbag. Oh, yeah. And saving the girls, and then they'd want to kiss me, and so I'm like, alright, so I'll make an EDM song about it. (laughs) So here's that in next week's show, 169. Everyone, see you next week! I hide behind my beanbag, beanbag
day when I grow up I know I'll be a rock star I'll wear a killer costume and I'll kiss all the girls Then I'll have a party and dance with all my friends Jumping on my beanbag, beanbag chair I'm a king, I'm a pilot, I'm a Martian astronaut I can fly over a mountain, I can do it all I can talk to all the animals and see through metal walls I will build a better world, cause I can do it all I can do it all I can do it all.